Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture from the book of Romans. Romans 2.28 says, For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. The Jews were circumcised in their flesh, but the apostle teaches that they needed to be circumcised in their hearts. And although many people display an outward appearance of religion, salvation requires much more than that. It is the heart that needs to undergo a complete change in order to obtain eternal life. If that doesn't happen, then you might as well forget the rest, because that's the dividing line between true spirituality and fleshy religion. Genuine faith is to possess a sincere love for God, which will result in obedience towards his will and true righteousness in one's heart. Matthew 5 verse 20 says, For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Galatians 5 6 says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Many people felt that they were going to attain eternal life simply because they were circumcised, but without repentance from dead works, people will perish. 1 Corinthians 7, 19 says circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but the keepings of the commandments of God. You know, true inward love for the Lord Jesus will manifest itself in perfect obedience to his will, similar to an obedient wife who lovingly submits to her husband's every command. John fourteen twenty one, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. Loving obedience to God's purpose proves that we are walking in the truth. First John 2 verse 3, And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him, but whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. The Apostle Paul was born and raised a Jew, but when he became a Christian, he defined what true Jewishness really is. It is to possess the same faith that Abraham had deep inside of his heart. Out of his deep love and affection for God, he obediently served him in the spirit. Without this genuine and heartfelt faith, it is impossible to please God. John 8.39 says, Then answered and said unto him, or they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Galatians 3.6 says, Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham. Salvation requires more than simply claiming 
you are a relative of Abraham, in order to obtain eternal life, we must become a child of God, just like him. Romans 9, verse 8, that is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. God has already proved his great love for this world, not only by what Jesus did on the cross, but through his creation, with each of us receiving free of charge uh, when we were born into this world. The reason why many people will not enter into eternal life is because they never loved God in return. They never showed it by their actions, by submitting to the will of Christ. They never turned away from the old sinner that they were in their past to become a new creature in Christ. They never truly repented in their hearts. Galatians 6.15 For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy, and upon the Israel of God. Genuine peace with God comes through repentance. And the only way that's going to happen is if you possess godly sorrow inside of your heart. The further that people get involved with sin, the harder the heart will become. It's like a snare that gets tighter and tighter each hour that passes as pride slowly begins suffocating one's soul. The Lord Jesus cared for the Israelites so much that he delivered them out of the hand of Pharaoh. But although he did so many wonderful things for them... Um, with a lot of them, he was not pleased. Uh, rather than choosing to love the Lord in return and humbly submitting to his will, their hearts became hardened. Rather than walking in love, they walked in rebellion. Hebrews 3.10 says, Wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and have they have not known my ways. Even in the Old Testament, the status of their heart was in question. Deuteronomy 10.16 says, Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart, and be no more stiff-necked. The same types of things are happening today in many places that claim to follow Christ. Some of them will quickly condemn certain Jews, but then refuse to admit it when they do the exact same things themselves. It seems that everything has gone full circle. Through his precious Son, God grants all of us an incredible gift of his grace so people can change and amend their ways. But really many Christians are no different than the Jews of old who profess that they love God, but in works deny him. Some of them refuse the path of obedience, which is the outward evidence that their hearts have become defiled. Matthew 15 verse 8 says, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Many of the religious leaders of that time were caught up in an outward display of religion, but there are many people who profess to be Christian who are involved with the exact same things today. For years I've seen it with my own eyes, surrounded by hypocrites and frauds. You know, rather than giving alms in secret, they do it to be seen. Rather than Praying privately, they pray to be seen. Rather than fasting in secret, they do it to be noticed. Their works are not driven by a love for Christ Jesus, but their great desire to be seen by men. Be very careful about what you love in this world, because it can guide your soul to eternal life or to eternal damnation. Matthew 23, 5 warns, 
but all their works they do for it to be seen of men. So to fulfill the first and great commandment requires that we love God perfectly out of a pure heart. This means humbly submitting to the commands and teachings of Jesus. As I told one student at a high school many years ago, Jesus loved you enough to die on the cross for your sins. Will you love him enough to do what he says? The true Jew is one inwardly who, like Abraham, serves him in the spirit. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him in such a manner, and the path to his blessings begin with a change of heart. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.